is a public service announcement. This week's episode of Seaside Pod Review will not follow the format you've come to expect. There may be tears, there may be regrets, there may be swearing, there may be disappointment. What there will certainly be is May. Brian May. Lots and lots of Brian May. Welcome to the latest episode of Seaside Pod Review. We may talk about Queen. Brand new angle, highly commendable. Seaside Pod Review. B-side. Give us a kiss, Kevy. No. What should we do? One. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Do you want to like start with do banter and stuff and talk or what? Yeah, we're doing it now, Randy. Listen here, you son of a bitch. This was my idea, <laughs> and I want you to start giving me credit because you know what? You act like you run this podcast, but secretly. Behind the scenes, I'm the one fucking pulling the chains. See that you know, you and know you're nothing, and you're nothing but my puppet. Well, you know what? I can just, um, I can just, I can click mute on the participants in the Zoom thing, and I just get rid of you entirely when I, when and if I want to. See, this is why our working relationship is so difficult. <laughs> but I think that we should just get right to it. We should tell people that uh, this is a spare episode in case one of us falls ill, mm-hmm. or uh, or dead, or maybe. Or maybe dead, and because, and I really think if we, if one of us does die, that we should just play this one as a one last rock. Like, you know, if anything, maybe we should get a little funeral dirge music going or something, just in case <laughs> one of us does die. It's entirely possible; it really is. Um, but uh, you know, for anybody who's actually listens to this podcast, I'm still stuck in uh, Winter Pig Man, it's frozen. Except it's still it's fall here, so. The weather's still pretty nice, but uh, there's lots of needles on the ground in Winnipeg. I can tell you that. Needles, not not pine needles. You're talking? No, no. Like I, there seems to needles. be uh, some maybe some some drug use in this in this, this little city. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like all cities. I, it's just that I was wearing I was wearing flip flops today, and I was concerned about my my toes. For real? Like you you? It was that? It's that bad? <laughs> yeah, there's, there's needles downtown, man. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, brutal. I'm so fucking sheltered in my little, my cosseted little corner of, uh, you know, in, in Silver Spring in Saskatoon. There's, I'm sure, I'm sure you can find them here too. I'm not saying this is squeaky clean, but you certainly don't have to worry about wearing flip flops. Yeah, I don't think so. I would say that Portage and Maine and Winnipeg versus what's your area called again? Silver Spring. Silver Spring. I would say the ratio to needles between one and the other would there would be a dramatic difference, and and the the larger number would be in Winnipeg and Portage and Maine. So I got a little uh, bit of uh, geekery for you, Randy. Mm, You're talking that's... about flip flops. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know? Have you ever heard of ablaut reduplication? No. So it's the it's a principle in language or in in the. You would say flip flop. You just flop flip sounds wrong, right? Flop flip just sounds wrong. Flip flop yeah. rolls off the tongue. It's like tip top, or wishy washy, or crisscross, right? Cross Chris mm-hmm. and washy wishy. They just in your mouth. They don't feel right. Um, mm-hmm. And so an ablate reduplication is it's a pattern. It's when you change the vowels in the word and you keep everything else the same. But there's a thing right. where it's, it's sort of like it's built into us as you. It's coded in that you do mm-hmm. it a certain way. And in pretty much every language, it's the same. This this, this happens in every language where. You can tell when it's wrong that you would never yeah. zag zig down a hill, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah there you go. I, and I do like I do like to fuck with that once in a while, like uh, you know, 
North Battleford, Borth Nadelford. Well, that's a that's a spoonerism. When you, change, still, when you change the, when you change the first letter on each word, yeah, that's called because the, the Reverend Spooner in yeah, Spoonerism is called yeah. Spoonerism, nice, yeah. That's so you, uh, that's, Randy that's a favorite. Of, that's a favorite of mine. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't work. It doesn't sound right. Bev, Bevan Crown does. That's all right. That works. Yeah, it does. Yeah, but uh, I also know. I, I think Bevan's a real name. So I work with him. Yeah, do you really? I do. What kind, and what kind of fellow is he? I mean, he's really nice. <laughs> But he's a, he's a computer geek. He's, he's you know you look up computer geek in the dictionary, and that pasty, very unhealthy sort of looking weirdo with mm-hmm. with with pale skin and and you know social skills of a you know a, th- a three month old Matt. cabbage. Is that mm-hmm. that's Bevan, and he's like a very nice guy. He does his job and just doesn't really you know have really much use right. for all the rest of the world. Do you think he's? Do you think when he's not at work, he's he's normally just like kind of nervous and like shelters in place. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much and he doesn't he doesn't drink which no look i'm not no, gonna say that everyone hey, should but no no they shouldn't kevin don't advocate for that that would just be erroneous on your part um and well i'll give here's a, here's a fact about bevan i'll give you is that no matter what the weather is mm-hmm. he wears long trousers mm-hmm. um hiking boots <laughs> a t-shirt a shirt mm-hmm. and then if he's going outside a jacket so when we're going out for coffee, like in 35 degree heat in the middle of summer, um, Bevan will be wearing hiking boots, long denim, canvasy sort of pants, a t-shirt, a shirt, and a trench coat. Because that's his ch- so, choice of uh, outerwear. So like, and that's like, that's his, that's just his style. Like, like, you don't, so you don't let's, think he let's ever call has it hot, style, yeah. Let's call it that. You don't think he ever has hot feet and just thinks, man, fuck, I'd like to wear some flip flops. <laughs> no, my feet are just sweating. I am pretty sure that his that his his lower his extremities are translucent. I don't think they've ever seen the sun, <laughs> ever. I think I, I, I imagine. His, his I imagine. His, I, I imagine his vitamin C veins, and you can just yeah. see, you can see his intestines, <laughs> <laughs> like it, like Stilton. Fucking, <laughs> 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 we start calling him Stilton. I gotta say, you know, I've never met Bevan, uh, and we should not say his last name, no, but. I got I in a way I sort of feel bad for him because we're making fun of him on a podcast that he'll <laughs> never listen to. I mean, why, oh, would, he, why would he ever God. listen to his boss's podcast about a band he doesn't give a shit about? I mean, it would be a fool's errand. Why would you? Yes, we know. And here's something that you know. Maybe we've talked about Kevin, but I don't tell anybody really that we do this podcast. Some of that uh, what? Like who? Unless you're unless you're into Queen, what, what do you want to listen to? A couple of videos like us talk for. Well, I mean, you know put it, but if you put it out on Facebook, Randy, we, there might be some of your friends who are Queen fans. You thought about that, huh? We could be hitting well, like six thousand downloads a day if it weren't for you. But I'll tell you this: listen, listen. If if they were all if they were Queen fans and they were podcast people, they'll have found me. What do you think of that? Well, not very much. <laughs> <laughs> This is a man who doesn't even like to promote himself though on Facebook. So I've no. <laughs> I do have a bit of a problem with that. Well, so uh, why don't you, Kevin? Because normally you pass this off to me. Why don't you tell mm-hmm. people what the hell we're doing here? Besides the fact that I said that we're doing a, a, a an extra safety episode in case one of us dies. Yeah. So this is the Seaside Pod Review, as you'll know from the title of the podcast that you downloaded, um, and we pick a random song from the Queen Castle like every week. And we listen to it, talk about it, we give our thoughts about it. 
Um, sometimes they're informed, sometimes they are massively and grossly just wrong, outright wrong. Um, and, you know, often they're not funny. Often they're not informative. Often they're, I don't, again, like I said, you said, I mean, I don't know why you would tune in other than to listen to us do talk, which is bizarre. But at the end of all that talking, we uh, we rate the songs and we give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down. We've decided on this binary system. And I blame my friend Corey Morissette for that because he was the one who came up with it. Um, and then we mm-hmm. throw it out to the to the listeners and say, well, what do you think? What's your vote? And then we talk about that the next week. So we talk about the song and then we talk about the song again the next week. So we talk about the same song twice. And so is that what we're doing tonight? Exactly that or or, or what? Exactly this... that tonight, Randy. So, oh, oh, okay. So, so I wonder, just, what, wonder just what we're doing. fucking hold your horses there. Well, I just, you know, I found you're getting a little, you're going a little long there and you could have gotten that a lot quicker. <laughs> well, just, just to drag it out a little bit further, I, I do like my youngest daughter years and years and years ago, I'd said to her, hey, 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 hold your horses. And she looked at me with absolute deadpan sincerity and said, I don't have any horses. <laughs> just missing, you know, they just didn't get the whole, the idea that idiom exists and whatnot. Yeah, so she no, wasn't wrong though. So tonight, well, what we usually do is we usually spin a wheel. So I put all, I loaded all the Queen songs onto a wheel on the internet. And we spin it, and it tells us what song we're going to listen to. So we decided that for these spare episodes, what we're going to do is we're going to load up another wheel with all the solo efforts. So this is Freddie Mercury, Roger Taylor, Brian May, The Cross, which is Roger Taylor's other band, and the one song written by John Deacon um, for the Biggles, that fucking Biggles movie, whatever it was. So we've got a new wheel with 147 songs on it, Randy mostly it does have to be said it's mostly roger so Mm -hmm. you know when we have to do these episodes we're going to be talking about lyrics of course and a couple of um a couple of specific examples in with no amount of fondness so yeah well we all know that roger is quite the lyricist roger roger yeah he's he's a little hit and miss well, I can't even ask you really then, on top of this, I can't really ask you what you want to listen to because you don't know really any of the solo songs, right? I mean, I don't think you've ever probably heard, you've probably heard Barcelona, you've probably heard a couple of Freddie's solo songs, but outside that, I'm sure you don't know a damn thing about this, the the outside catalogue. So yeah. what I'm going to do instead is ask you, who would you like to listen to a song that you've never heard of by, I'll, I'll put all those words back together in the edit. Well, you know what? Yeah, just you should really edit, edit them and make them sound like you're a robot. But I would say that for sure. I just want to hear something by Freddie. I just want to hear the guy sing. You know, well, I mean, why mm. not? Right? He's yeah. uh, it was just his birthday last weekish, and uh, Mary's selling off all of his goods, which has upset quite a few people. Uh, so uh, that's what I'm saying. You, I want to listen to something from Roger that I haven't heard, just because you know the guy can write a good tune. He writes a good piece of music. And so maybe we'll find, maybe we'll uncover a few little gems. Well, let's spin that fucker. Let's do it. Different uh, color scheme too, eh? What do you think of mm-hmm. the, uh, the rustic, rustic, oh, rusty kind nice. of color? Nice color selection, kid. So we are getting, well, the wheel, as usual, has said, fuck the both of you. We are getting neither Roger Taylor nor Freddie Mercury. We're getting some Brian May, Randy. What song are we getting? We're getting Last Horizon from Back to the Light. Yeah. Now, it's at this point in the uh, in the podcast where we go away and we sort of research this song a little bit. And typically what we do is we go and look at Queen All the Songs and Queen the Complete Works. Now, I don't know if any of the solo songs are actually in 
uh, those books. So we'll, we'll take a look, and if they're not, we'll just have to go and dig around and find out what we can find out. So we'll go do that. You stay where you are, and then we'll start again in about between 30 and 45 seconds, depending on which piece of bullshit I decide to drop in here. We stand by. And now for something completely different. All right, stop. Listen. I back with my brand with bitches. Grabs a hold of me tightly. Flow like a harpoon daily and nightly. Will it ever stop? Yo, I don't know. Turn off the lights and I'll flow. To the extreme, I rock a mic like a vandal. Light up a stage and watch it jump like a candle. All right, so uh, obviously this is a Brian May song written by uh, Mr. Brian May, uh, and it was produced by Mr. Brian May and Justin Shirley Smith. And the musicians on this particular track are Brian May and Mike Moran on keyboards, recorded in 1988 at Allerton Hill and Sarm Studios at a length of four minutes, seven seconds. And Brian looks like he plays uh, pretty much everything, guitar, uh, bass guitar, keys, and he's programmed the drums. So I'm assuming it's going to be a, a machiney, drummy drum sound. And uh, just from mm-hmm. a little bit of reading we did, apparently he did, in fact, play this live, uh, even with the Adam Lambert version uh, of Queen. So that's interesting. Yeah, so Mike Moran on keyboards um, was one of two keyboard players on Back to the Light. The other one, you might know, Randy, uh, Don Airy. I'm sure you know that guy. You've heard of that guy? Uh-huh. Keyboard player, organ player. Well, he play, he's the keyboard player. Well, he's been the, the organ player for Deep Purple now, you know, since um, John Lord, Lord sadly passed away. And he's been, like, he's played with Ozzy and Priest and Whitesnake and Saxon and Rainbow. Like, he just played, you know, all those kind of, those kinds of um, vintage of bands. Like, he he's played with all of them. Great key, uh, synth player, a keyboard player. But Mike Moran... It was kind of the guy who worked with Freddie on Barcelona. So he kind of arranged all the synths and all the, you know, the orchestral uh, portions of that record. And a lot of Queen fans, I don't know, don't like him. Is is quite, it's maybe a bit strong, but they said, I think that his influence with the synths really sort of pervaded a lot of that, especially the Miracle. And a lot of people really don't love the way that sounds. So he, I think he tend, tends to get a little bit of stick sometimes, but yeah. So yeah, this is Brian May's um, first solo album. Well, I suppose Starfleet actually was his first solo album, but that was really an EP and not a full album. But Back to the Light was released in uh, 1992. And I don't know where it got to in the charts. Let's have a look where it got to in the charts, Randy. In the year-end charts, well, it peaked at number six. Um, and it was number seven in the yearly charts, so it did quite well, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, this was released as a single, this, the last single um, off the album... And I think uh, what did it look like number fifty-one it reached, which is again we we've established it is an instrumental. So we released an instrumental. That's unusual for a sort of a major rock act, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, not too many. Well, really and not famous, too, and not too many that do well. <laughs> so. Yeah, that do well. I was just trying to think of of one, maybe uh, Axel F or Axel F. Green uh, Onions, maybe. Would yeah, one. maybe Green Onions. Yeah, there's, there's, there's not a ton of them. Yeah. Well, should we have a listen? Well, let's do it. And just, you know, you know, this is 1988. And uh, just judging by the cover of the album here, uh, Brian's got his hair in full 1988 style and fashion, which uh, 
if we dug up a picture of Randy in 88, uh, my hair might have looked a little bit like that. It's not as curly. Well, it was recorded between 88 and 92, but it was released in 92. So I don't know when that photo was taken, but you know what? Between mm-hmm. 1983 and 2006, and Brian mm-hmm. Mace Barnett looked pretty much like that. So, Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's always got the big salad. So <laughs> hit her, buddy. Uh, holy drum machine, hey? Yeah. It's like, oh boy, it sounds yeah. like a metronome kind of sucking some of the life out of it, and yeah. uh, the bass sounds terrible. Anyhow, that's all I had to say. <laughs> and the bass sounds terrible. <laughs> it's funny because if you think about it, though, too, like at this time, nineteen ninety-two, this must have been right around when when Satriani released. Like when we're surfing with the alien, that's got to have been roughly around about this time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Surfing with the alien. When was oh, that? That I, was I 80, eighty-seven. Okay, yeah. It sounds like you know, you know, we're very shortly into the song, but it it, it sounds like he's going for that tone and that. But I guess you could argue that uh, Joe was going for this tone, but whatever. Yeah. You know what it reminds me of a little bit too, and it's all. This is only just because I do know this song. Like we should say too that I don't know most of the the solo, a lot of the solo stuff, especially Rogers, because um, yeah. I don't listen to a ton of it. But you get Albatross vibes from this as well. It's almost that's that. It's got a similar role to it. It's not the same tone or anything or the tempo, but there's a little bit of that in there, don't you think? Yeah, I suppose maybe I was honestly what I was listening to was the. Uh... The uh, the ah synth pad. You right. know, hear the like the, <laughs> the vocal pad in there with the uh, with the stringy with the stringy pads. It's just yeah. I mean, it just, just sounds. <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. The the Korg preset. <laughs> mm, it yeah. does. It does. It sounds like it sounds like what has become a preset, yo. You know, it's it's kind of sad too though, because like his guitar sounds great. That red special tone is beautiful. Yeah, and I like the I like the melody of it, but like you said, it, we've had this complaint before about you know we've talked lots about drum machines. Why why are you using a drum machine? I'm sure. I mean, because he had a band, and I'm sure that like on Back to the Light, I can't remember who the because they had a drummer, Cozy Powell played drums on most of the tracks. Just get Cozy Powell to play on this. It's going to sound yeah, better. yeah. Well, it's not like he couldn't afford it, right? It was just uh, you know. Maybe it yeah. was a control thing. Maybe it was just like I want to. I want to I wanna program the drums. Yeah. You know, maybe what's the guy's name? Would you say Cozy 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 Powell? Yeah, I mean who Cozy, Cozy Powell? Yeah, Cozy Powell maybe, can play fucking drums, man. Well, maybe maybe Cozy was in Bermuda, you know, banging his old lady <laughs> or someone else's. Who knows? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So he's like, oh, no, don't worry about it, man. I got the drums covered. Here we go. You know. <laughs> 
Tempo rhythm Ooh. change. We've got a rhythm, not a tempo. Well, got a little bit of a tempo change, but a rhythm change there. Yeah, it sounds like uh, maybe maybe halftime there. Yeah. And he kind of did like, you know, what's better than uh, one guitar? Double <laughs> guitars. <laughs> it was cool. It was cool. I'm speaking fun. Okay. How can you make this song even flatter? Well, let's take the swing out of it altogether. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God forbid they had to play this a couple of beats per minute faster. Well, and like I said, I mean, just imagine that he plays this every time he goes out. We've not got to the end of it yet, but you know, and I can no. like I, said, I, I remember, I definitely remember this first bit. I don't know if it goes in a different, interesting direction, but holy hell! You're suspicious. You're suspicious. I'm starting to tell. get worried. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it doesn't. Yeah, I don't know. It's it, this seems like a, you know, when you when you pack thirty seconds worth of material into a four minute song, mm-hmm. it's, it's got that kind of feel t- so far, right? We think well, I you're... like the melody, Brian. It's a nice yeah. little bit of guitar. You should do something with that. It's kind of like uh, no, can, <laughs> this is a preliminary <laughs> judgment here. But, you know, let's just say you were a cook, and uh, you're running this restaurant, and uh, and you ask somebody for a review, and they say, "I don't mind the taste." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't. That's I didn't, what this is doing. That's what this is doing for me so far. It's just I like, yeah, you know, I don't mind it. <laughs> I didn't get food poisoning. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't shit out of my eyeballs for three weeks. So that's a good thing, right? <laughs> So we're at two twenty three, and we've had the we've we're taking the swing out now. So we're taking any sort of soul that it had, and it really has just been repeating the same phrase over and over and over again. I mean, it's it's always surprising to me that you know, and Queen fans talk about this lots. That it's amazing how weak each individual member of the band seemed to be away from the band. Yeah, you know, but but it's weird because you know. These guys wrote songs on their own. Like Brian wrote the Prophet song. He wrote Good Company and all these songs where 
we know they can write in isolation on their own. Of course, then they bring them to the band and the band sort of, you know, zhuzhes them up and sort of suggests things and that's going to happen organically in the studio. But this is just, at this point, well, it's like, it's half it's half of a quarter of a sort of an idea. See what the problem is, is there's no bullshit meter, right? <laughs> yeah. There's no three members going, oh, dude, you know what? Like, <laughs> you know, hey, I like the melody. Let's how about we how about we play it faster? And how about yeah. there's nobody to challenge Brian. So Brian's just doing what he thinks is awesome. And yeah. it's not like it's bad. And you know, I was just thinking too about this is that and this is something that maybe we've forgotten in modern modern day because guitars really in, in pop music, I'm talking pop music, or and really, let's be honest, a lot of music is this not guitars aren't a thing anymore. Yeah. And, and in a way I've got a I got a maybe maybe it's the guitars, the guitar players themselves. And and I'm a guitar player, but this just seems just really gratuitous and un, unnecessary. It just doesn't seem like it just doesn't like like so far, honestly, it's it's nicely played. It's like I just don't give yeah. a fuck. I just don't fucking care. It's just <laughs> I'm struggling to get through it. Like I really just don't fucking care about it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Twenty percent, hundred percent, and you know, and the and the the snare drum sounds like it was recorded on fucking Mars with a shotgun mic, you know, <laughs> blasting up there. This is some such a massive <laughs> reverb. It's just, it's just like, like, give me something, Brian. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, if, if Rogers, he'd be like, okay, no, let's fucking let's speed this up. Let's fucking, you know, yeah, let's write some fucking lyrics here. Do you know what I mean? Because the progression's it, nice enough. You it, know it's, I mean? it's all, it's all. It basically, it's sort of. And again, so far we haven't listened to all the whole thing. Maybe, maybe there'll be an absolute face melter, and it'll it'll just change direction. We don't know, right? We don't. Yeah, I mean, it's it's Brian May, right? I mean, I, I like listening to Brian May play guitar, but if he was, if I was sitting around with Brian May in your studio and he was noodling away and listening and playing this, I'm like, oh, it's great. I'd love it. Mm-hmm. But course. to listen to this for for this long, it's all the worst parts of the '80s. The yeah. synths are just washed out. The drums, yeah. the rhythm section is lifeless. Yeah. And again, like you take out, you've, you've changed this straight sort of time now where you took out all that. There was a little bit of swing at the beginning. And now it's mm. just this ponderous kind of like, what? Yeah. How? And you look at the time, you're like, this is four minutes. Holy yeah. fuck out, you know. Right, well, let's let's play it a bit more and we'll see where it goes, Randy. Hey? Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, at this point at 2.23, and I, I sensed that there might be a change here. We might, we, we might get a, a solo. Well, I mean, there's all solo. Mm so far but maybe we'll get something different who knows yeah Uh, give it a go That's great. Right at the end there, it's like, fucking hell, that's Brian May. Yeah, it just took that bit? almost almost three minutes to get there. Yeah. You know, you know what I was thinking about with the drums, what you're talking about with the, with the heavy verb? It reminds me of, I am a man who will fight for your own. That, you know, the power of love is yeah. like, oh my fucking, why, why is Peter Cetera helping you write songs now, Brian? Yeah. Peter, et cetera. <laughs> 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 we got a million of them. <laughs> I am a man who will fight for your honor. I'll be the hero. 
Yeah, no, it is. It's the world's it's the world's biggest reverb on, on the world's <laughs> shittiest sounding snare. Yeah. Okay, so that, I would say, that's the natural end point of this song. If you're going to make it this long, right there where you just stop, that's where you can you can fade out or you can do a sustained sort of synth note or something. You can end this song here for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's not going to. <laughs> no, no, we're looking at the screen. We've got another, I don't know, what's, what is that? We've got 47 no. seconds left, Randy. Yeah. No, because right now he's thinking, you know what would make this better? If I play that like again, more guitar. <laughs> like he's trying to tell a story, you know. He's trying to he's trying to paint a picture. Um, you know, I just think maybe he, you know, he should have bought new paints. Well, see, the, 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 if this is painting a story, it's basically the story of a middle aged man wandering around his house trying to find his trying to find his iPhone charger. That's what this is. There's no <laughs> he keeps looking the same place. He comes back to the kitchen 15 times, even though he's already looked there and he knows it's not yeah. there. He goes back and looks again yeah. anyway, you know? Yeah. Or, or, or alternatively, a middle aged man opening the fridge repeatedly, <laughs> thinking that something new is going to appear that's going <laughs> to whet his appetite. <laughs> nope. Still just leftover ravioli. Fuck. Still just pickles. Fuck me. <laughs> It's like somebody pulling the cat's tail. (laughs) And the cat? The cat's not happy. (laughs) Fuck me, that's a long fade. That's a long fade. Yeah, wow. All right, well, I mean, okay, let's put it this way. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure I know which way we're both voting on this one. Well, I think we played our hand, but I think maybe we should just get straight to the voting so we at least get that out of the way. That is a formality at this point, but... Okay, well... Well, should we just vote together? I think sure. I'm pretty sure we can just vote, think, vote together. We'll, I we'll, think we we'll can vote them down at the same time. Ready? Okay, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I'm never, never going to listen to. I'm never going to listen to it again. No, no. And uh, I was going to say the melody's already gone, but it's not quite. But it won't be long. <laughs> and uh, I, you know, really, like I said, it's just you know. It's just a guitar player, like you said, he's trying to emote, and and it's not. I'm saying like, like not. It's like he isn't, but it's just, uh, it's just, it's just not interesting. It just. Not, I don't know if it. Like maybe it was at one time. Yeah. Maybe I'd have thought. Maybe you know when I was seventeen and learning how to play guitar, we would think, oh fuck, this is fucking great. But 
I don't even know if that'd be the case. It's a it's a it's a ballad solo guitar thing. I can't believe you actually even fucking release it as a single. If I'm being truthful, it's a it's, fucking turd. It's it's like so. This is I kind of mentioned Albatross earlier, but it's like Albatross if Peter Green had been on Riddlin and had just eaten a full turkey supper and fallen asleep in his armchair. <laughs> that, I mean, that's it's so soporific and sort of it just it's like oh my god, where is this going? And it's so yeah. weird that that's that's changed from that slightly swung rhythm at the start to that straight yeah. seven, and it just loses, it just drops off a fucking cliff at that point. You know, think just imagine this like fifteen, uh, maybe more. I don't know. I'd have to hear it, but beats faster. Yeah, a real drummer and a real real bass player. Maybe scrap that, scrap all the keys together, and maybe get a yeah. Hammond organ player. Yeah, then maybe you might have something. And shorten it, yeah, and just and just tight, tighten it up a little, yeah, yeah. Like we don't need we don't need so much of it. Just tighten it up a touch. You know what I mean? Yeah. So instead of four minutes, it's 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 three. You know, and then maybe you might then maybe have something that's you know a little more palatable. But yeah, as it is right now, it's it's you know it's it's like a it's just like trying to eat a fucking hot dog without ketchup or mustard, right? It's just like <laughs> fuck, it's so dry. Like how come I can't get this down my throat? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I wonder if too, because we, we were talking about Satriani and Satriani, we, we, we said like Surfing with the Alien comes out in 87. And of course, Always With Me, Always With You is on that record, which is, mm-hmm. you know, one of Satriani's magnum opus. Like it's one of the songs you want to see, you know, and that's got sense and that's mm-hmm. got a drum machine, but it's also got one of the most memorable pieces of guitar playing that anyone's ever fucking laid down on record in terms, in terms of that style of guitar playing. And this does faster too, as I recall. It, well, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And, and just better. Just yeah, more interesting. Just better. Yeah. 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 I mean, you can't, you know, not everything's a home run. And uh, Brian May, despite what people think, is, is a person. He's fallible. And uh, I, really, I think really probably, you know, we were talking just a little bit before we started about Jeff Lynn. Like if Jeff Lynn would have been here, he said, okay, all right, okay, okay. So let's hear it. This is what we're going to do, Brian. Okay, we're going <laughs> to tighten, tighten that up and you're going to do this yeah. and you're going to blah, blah, blah. And maybe he must write some fucking lyrics and you know what I mean? going to make this a song. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, he could have, he could have polished the turd, but uh, as it stands, it's, it, you know, okay, let's just say if it is a turd, it, it, it's maybe slightly polished, but it's still, there's some, there's a little bit of odor. Still coming from it, you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like you know when, when when there's shit somewhere, but you're not sure where it is. You can yeah. just kind of smell it. It's like, I'm, mm-hmm. is it like it's not on my shoe? I can't find. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's yeah. just but the shit somewhere. You know. Yeah, yeah. You're checking your shoe. You're checking everybody else's shoe. <laughs> it's like, and you know what? The whole time, the shit was on Brian's shoe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh fuck! Sorry, Brian. You know, because we know you listen to this podcast. We're sorry, mate. But it oh, just, um, yeah, this I, one just—I'm just, sure we've horribly damaged his ego. Okay, so we've both been very dismissive of this track, and I—I I, I think fairly, Randy. I'm—I'm I'm pretty locked in on my opinion on this one. But we're going to put this up on Twitter and find out what people think whenever this goes out. You know, um, maybe in the future with the uh, with the heads in jars. What do you think people are going to vote on this? How do you people? What, what way do you think they're going to go? Are people going to love this and think it's a, a beautiful bit of guitar work, or are people going to be right? Well, listen. So Brian May is definitely a wonderful, wonderful guitar player. I got to say that it's not like I don't love his playing or or, or him as a songwriter. Uh, so he's obviously got a ton of fans, 
So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to say this, I'm going to say 50, 50. I mean, I think it's a, I think it's a total turd, but I think there's going to be enough supporters of Brian and and his guitar prowess that they're going to, there's going to be, you know, there's going to be half of those people that are going to say, you know what, you silly fuckers. And that's us. You're wrong. And this is like, just listen to the tone. They'll say, listen, listen to that tone. (laughs) I don't know what they're going to say, but uh, I'm just going to, that's the way I'm going to play it. Kev, what are you, how are you going to play it? Listen to the sustain. I can't yeah. hear anything. Well, it's not, not plugged in, but if, if it was plugged in, you'd be able to... <laughs> you know, it just... You cannot... Listen. How much is this? Just listen for a minute. I'm the not... sustain. Listen to it. I'm not hearing anything. You would, though, if it were playing, because yeah. it really... It's famous for its sustain. I mean, you can yeah. just hold it... Well, I mean, so you'd have to... Pull... You can go go and have a bite. No, you'd still be hearing that. I'm, I'm going to go lower, mate. I, I think that... I don't think people are going to be particularly forgiven of this one for all the reasons we stated really, because it doesn't, there's just nothing about this that carries it. So I'm going to go like, I'm going to say 35, 65, and I think I might be high, but I'm going to go 35, 65. And I, and I think that it's going to be lower. So you, you could be right. I may be right. You could be right. I may be crazy. You might be crazy, but it just might be a lunatic you're looking for. <laughs> Turn off the lights. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, I bought Back to the Light pretty much when it came out because I had my own money then. But I, my, 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 maybe I think I, I mean, I'm probably, I like this because I thought, oh yeah, man, this is really transcendental and very, very, you know, it's very, very cool. It's just a vibe. Yeah. Listen to it now. It's like, oh, please, I just, where, how could we just not listen to this anymore? Yeah. Like, well, you know, maybe in 92 or whatever it came out, maybe. If you're like washing dishes or something, and that's like playing in the background, you're not really listening to it. I mean, then maybe it's like, yeah, yeah, maybe some, there's some music over there. But even then, I mean, it would make me want to finish the dishes so that I didn't have to listen to the song anymore. You get the yeah, dishes quicker, done really quickly. So, so maybe that's what he had in mind. Instead, <laughs> you know, back to the light. You know, he's actually really thinking. You know, let's get these dishes <laughs> done quicker. What can I do? I got a song idea. <laughs> I love too, though. We got, we got a comment on it's one of my least favorite album covers of all time. Yeah, Brian looks great, but you can't actually see his, you can't actually see his guitar. Yeah, yeah. And then you've got Back to the Light in this weird sort of black outlined, horrible, like um, gradient red and orangey kind of font, like the start of David in the background. The start of David yeah. in the background. But then you've got <laughs> Brian May. But with his signature above it, just in case yeah. you're wondering which Brian May was that mm-hmm. Brian May who has that signature, the guy from Queen, you know, the one who's fucking photographs yeah. on the foot. Fo- yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like I was sticking the boots into Brian here unnecessarily, but well, yeah, I, that that's probably his graphic designer. But you know, he would have had to sign off on it, and uh, that's all right. It's all right. <laughs> still, yeah. I still like the idea. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's like a middle aged man. <laughs> Opening the fridge, hoping that something <laughs> different is there every time. And then, and he opens, he opens the fridge, sees nothing's in, nothing's in there, and goes, and just shuffles off back to the couch in his in his yeah. pajamas and slippers. Oh, <laughs> uh, good lord! Brilliant. Yeah, it reminds me a bit of me this afternoon in this <laughs> hotel room with nothing to do, <laughs> shuffling around. 
just trying not to start drinking too early so it wasn't a total mess <laughs> and we, should, we should say folks for our listeners who, who do know the podcast now um this was this was not a spirit this is a, we're doing this on a saturday we never record on saturdays so randy is bored out of his fucking tiny little mind and just needed something to do to you know to get his mind off um being in a hotel room in winterpeck that's right and uh and i guess you know if this does get played the spare episode and uh and you know we you know it's good it's good to have a little spare in the back pocket that's what uh that's what my pappy always told me <laughs> he never said that. oh yeah your pappy always told you to have a spare podcast in your back pocket because podcasts <laughs> existed when your pappy was a pappy <laughs> That was one thing my grandpappy always told me. <laughs> You're doing a podcast. Make sure you got a spare one. You know what? You know what's funny though about that is that in 50 years' time, you know, I'll probably tell mm-hmm. my grandkids, you know what? If you mm-hmm. record a podcast, yeah, you should probably have a backup in there. That's not I learned that 50. I learned it 50 years ago the hard way. I'm trying to spare you the pain. I would bet you dollars to donuts, except that we did establish earlier that maybe the dollars to donuts thing. That's a maybe it's donuts. Thing. Maybe it's uh, donuts to dollars now. Uh-huh. Uh, that uh, uh, in fifty years, uh, podcasts will not be a thing. They'll be like the they'll be like the blog. Except this one. This one will be will still be going. Oh, we'll be, I'm we'll, sure. There'll, there'll be avatars of us that have been uploaded onto the cloud. Our consciousnesses will be uploaded onto the cloud, <laughs> and we'll just keep making this forever and ever and ever. <laughs> we'll, we'll be like the uh, we'll be like the heads in uh, uh, Futurama. <laughs> it's just, we'll just be on some shelf somewhere and still <laughs> spouting nonsense. Oh my! Maybe they'll maybe they'll put the members of Queen next to us, and they'll be like, "Oh, you fucking cunts!" <laughs> <laughs> yes, what what what. With uh, I'm very disappointed to hear you didn't like Last Horizon because I thought it was a very tender piece of music and I was, I was just trying to, um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shut up, Brian. Shut up, silly Parker. <laughs> Freddie, shut up, darling. There's a reason yeah. why we didn't want that in Queen. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, he probably did pitch it to the guys. They're like, oh Jesus, Brian. Well, just you know, the, the, I imagine that too. Like, you know, it comes out, oh, guys, 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 guys. I've got it. I've got the next one. We should put this on the on the, on the next record. And there, there are ways of saying fuck off, right? There's mm. fuck off is very sort of fuck off. But if you go fuck off, it's yeah. very dismissive. <laughs> and that would have been the fuck off that Roger would have gone with, let's say. <laughs> fuck off. Uh, I love it. Well, wasn't that disappointing? If I was to title this episode, I'd probably call it Telegram for Brian May. Message reads, it's too long. Stop. Please stop. Or, well, at least the lyrics aren't bad. Uh, We're sad we couldn't spin the big wheel tonight, but happy we got to take a sideways step out of the main catalogue to talk about a solo effort. Maybe next time we'll get something profound and deeply moving like, yeah, let's go crazy. Look, we really appreciate you all tuning in every week, so come back in only seven days to hear us spin the wheel to decide the next song we're going to talk about from the catalogue of one of the most innovative rock bands of all time. And hey, you know what? Talk to us on social media. That's how we find validation in our sad, pathetic lives. See you next week, folks. Brand new angle, highly commendable. Seaside Park, Mizzou. 
Kiss Kiss Kevy. I'm just a musical prostitute, my dear. For the love of God, man. Seriously, that's enough now.